fuck? <laughs> All right. Well, that's not exactly how I wanted to start. That's supposed to end like that. It's supposed to gradually fade out. What the fuck? Uh, well, cool. Great way to start the fucking day. Welcome to the show once again. I am your least favorite talking head, Page Man, coming at you again at another what, cathartic podcast. If you're trying to find us, me, it, the podcast on social media, good luck. There might be a Twitter. The problem is I forgot the password and I don't know. Or I don't have any want to care to find the password or get a new one. There's definitely no Facebook page. But I think there might be an Instagram page. The only problem is I don't put anything on there unless I have a guest or something. Which I don't. So you get to listen to me ramble on about jack shit for the next 45 to 60 minutes. Give or take. Might be shorter. If it goes longer, it means I got onto a topic that I can't shut the fuck up about. Which does happen a lot. So I was going to do one last week. Try to do one every week now with the season. The college football season about to start. Just got busy. And just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> Honestly, I was still sick. Last last episode I did, I was fucking constantly ha- having to mute my microphone because I was going to hack up a lung. But I feel better this week. <clears throat> Mine is yesterday. I was going to do one yesterday. Again, the days don't matter to you. Gonna, this is say college football is like literally right around the corner. College football is this weekend. So I was trying to do one yesterday. But have you ever just like woke up, got going at your house or your apartment or wherever the fuck you live, and you get into your vehicle to go to work or to go do some errands and then go to work, and then like you haven't even left your neighborhood, and all of a sudden you realize the day is going to suck because something small. And it's little things that just constantly kept going at you until a big thing happens. And that's what happened to me yesterday. It's constant little things. Just start off with a couple moronic drivers who don't understand that 55 means 55 and not 30. Or a guy in a fucking white Maserati cutting me off because he was stuck behind a truck because the truck was getting onto the freeway from an uh, uh, from the on ramp. And instead of being cool and waiting a second, let me go by. He just cut me off and then decided he wanted to flip me off, which. As I try, as I went around, I'm going to be around the truck, which I then slammed on my brakes, which caused him to get scared because he was in the other lane, and he slowed down a lot, so he didn't come up, and we weren't window to window. He made sure he stayed behind me, even though I was getting off at the next exit. I was in a shit mood after that. I already was in a shit mood dealing with these morons, and then I got into the shop, and more bullshit comes up, and it just was a shit day. I wanted to do one yesterday. I just knew it wasn't going to be good. I knew I wouldn't want to talk about anything. I would probably be up here, up here, probably on this, dropping a whole bunch more four-letter words than I normally would be. So I decided against it. And, I, you know, and then last night just didn't get better. But And this morning didn't get better, but fuck it. I got to the point today that I don't care anymore. <laughs> so I'm here. And I don't know if you give a fuck, because there's only like one, maybe two listening. James, the editor, you don't, you don't count. I mean, you, you're going to have to listen. I think I have two people listening. Better than negative four. Slightly better. Not much better, but slightly better. 
There are actually a couple things I want to touch on before we get into the college football. Because you know I love college football. You know, I'm all about college football. That's kind of the whole point of this thing, this college football. According to uh, Bleacher Report, which I usually get where I get most of my uh, news, then I kind of follow up, see if it's even worthwhile. But the uh, XFL has come out with their uh, nicknames and their logos. And the only problem is they can't see most of them. <laughs> so now we know. Well, what are they? I literally can't fucking see them. Ah, okay, here we go. We'll see. One, two, three. Every shit, every place minus St. Louis already has an NFL team. Is this really going to work? Huh. So we got the Dallas, Dallas Renegades. Okay, what does their logo look like? Where's their logo? Oh, look, it's a guy in a cowboy hat with his face covered with a bandana. Oh, how original. The Houston Roughnecks. Oh, it's very similar to the Houston Oilers logo. Interesting. The L.A. Wildcats. Really? L.A. Wildcats? How unoriginal. It's basically L.A. interlocked with the bottom part of the L, the very end sticking up into the A. I don't... Maybe there's another symbol on there that I'm not seeing. Like in the picture I'm looking at is very, very small. I can probably find a bigger picture. I just don't care. Um, the New York Guardians. It's basically a modernized lion's head. Got the profile of lion's head. Almost like the Nashville Predators the logo. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Minus the lack of really big teeth and maybe the back end of the head's a little different. I guess the back end looks like a mane. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Not Blackhawks, Battlehawks. Interesting name. It's basically wings coming out of a sword. All right. Then we have the Seattle Dragons. From my angle, it looks like the UAB Blazer uh, logo. The Tampa Bay Vipers. It's basically a two-toned V. I guess the inside of the V looks kind of like the... The neck, the wings, whatever the hell they're called, the Viper. And then lastly, we have the DC Defenders, which is basically a shield, which has look at those stars in it and two crossing light bolt, lightning bolts. Looks more like a hockey logo. <clears throat> so a couple unoriginal, unoriginative, uncreative, whatever. Logos, again, I mean, the Roughnecks is a lot like the Houston Oilers logo. So there's a red H in it. The Renegades, it's... You know what the Renegades logo reminds me of? It reminds me of when you could... I think you could still do it in EA Sports and uh, NHL. Can you do it? I don't know if you can do it. Maybe even in Madden, you can create your own team. They have the Cowboy or the Renegade, and the guy has the mask with the Cowboy hat. That's what the fucking Renegade logo looks like. Now, my question is, all these places, all these cities, minus one, have an NFL team. The Alliance of American Football, is that what it was called? They has some teams in NFL cities, and we saw how that didn't work out. So, I mean, half of their teams were in NFL cities, and that just didn't work out. 
now I guess the XFL has more money back in it or something. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't know if I doubt it's going to work. Who knows? We'll see. First time around didn't work. Second time to charm. I guess. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I really am. I am fucking intrigued, believe it or not. All right. Now I got that out of my hair. I guess it could have been a commercial there or something. Can't work my button at, goddammit. Is that gonna be Vince McMahon when the XFL dies? Another horrible death? Sorry, I don't like the McMahon family. I don't know him, but I just don't care for him. Maybe I'm just a dick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. So last week, this is one reason why I wanted to do a podcast last week, and then this fell off, fell off last week. I stumbled across a, 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 an article from fansided.com. It lists the 10 games <clears throat> that will shape the 2019 college football playoff picture. So I went through it, and I read it, and, and I looked at them, and well, yeah, some of those games touched on in the last episode. So I guess we'll, we'll kind of reiterate that, and we'll go down. This is, uh, I think, ranked 10 to 1. So our top 10 team, top ten games, I think, is what they're shooting for. Of course, it says right there in the title, huh? I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're ranked from – Top to bottom or bottom to top or anything like that. Um, I do agree with some of them for sure. I just I don't know if they're if there's a ranking system behind it or what. So we'll just go through them real quick. And I basically last last episode I talked at nausea, nauseum, nauseum, nausea, whatever, nauseous, whatever about week one, which or week zero. I'm sorry which we have Florida and Miami in Orlando, neutral side game, and we have Arizona going Hawaii. And there's a couple of FCS games as well. I think one starts at noon Eastern, and the other one starts at, I don't know, 4 Eastern? Makes it 9 and 1, respectively, here on the West Coast. So you kind of have an idea which one I'll be, well, what I'll be doing Saturday. I guess I won't be coming into the shop on Saturday. Three Eastern. We'll, we'll touch on that real quick. So the FCS games, uh, Villanova and Colgate, uh, noon Eastern on CBS Sports Network. And then we have Samford and Youngstown State at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. That game's in Montgomery, Alabama. Is, Sam, is Samford in Alabama? So I know Youngstown State isn't. Youngstown State's in, in oh hell now. So where the hell is Samford at? That is now Sanford's in okay. Sanford's in Alabama. Did not make sense. They are in Birmingham, Alabama. This game's being played in Montgomery, Alabama. Okay, that makes sense then. I know there had to be a reason. Just on the schedule, it has Youngstown State second. So Sam Sanford versus Youngstown State. Usually, the second team is the home game. Their home team. So when I saw in Montgomery, Alabama, I got kind of confused. Because, again, Youngstown State is in not in Montgomery, Alabama. It's in Youngstown, Ohio. So I guess I should have done my homework before I even brought that up. Oh, well, you if you're listening, if you've been listening, you should fucking be used to it by now. If you're new to this, eh, get used to it because it's just going to be that way. 
So going back, I, I went I went on a bird walk. I apologize. We're going back. Ten games that will shape the 2019 college football playoff picture. Number one, week two, LSU versus Texas in Texas. Yes, I said Texas with two S's at the end. This is a game that when I saw it on the schedule, I had to double take. I couldn't, A, I couldn't believe an SEC team was going to go play a home-and-home against a uh, Power 5 school. That surprised me. Well, my, a non-conference, uh, non-conference Power 5 school. That surprised the hell out of me. So I'd do a double take. I'm used to seeing, like, New Mexico State playing Alabama five times in a year. Or Weber State playing fucking Auburn. Or fucking, uh, who else? North Texas playing Texas over and over and over again every year. So this was a game that I saw on, holy shit, what? Someone had a typo. This I agree with. I think even though it's early in the year, it's week two, this definitely can get the ball rolling for one of those two teams. I mean, LSU can go into Texas and beat Texas in Texas. I think they actually, I think they play Alabama in Alabama later in the year, if I remember correctly. Because I think they played Alabama at home last year. So it would be a huge confidence booster if they can come out. Booster? Boost. If they come out. With a victory against Texas. Do they play Alabama at Alabama? Yeah, they play Alabama at Alabama on November 9th. Texas, on the other hand, this is probably one of two, I want to say, games that they could lose. Blow them in. I mean, looking at Texas's schedule. Minus that game against Iowa State in Iowa, in Iowa, in Ames, Iowa. I don't think in outside of Oklahoma, there's really anybody in conference that can knock them off. I think Texas is going in the right direction. I think they finally settled on a quarterback. I'm not a hundred percent sold on Ellinger, but he kind of has a weird mini Tebow effect where he's a kind of a winner. He plays his ass off. He plays like almost like he should have been playing at Kansas State because their quarterbacks were always tough-nosed quarterbacks who couldn't throw the ball to save their ass. But Ellinger can, can throw the ball a little bit, just a little bit. So this is going to be a good game. And, and you got to look at Texas. They, they came off uh, beating Georgia last year. And everybody can say, oh, Georgia wasn't there mentally. No, that's not Georgia's fault. That's all Georgia. That's their coaches and that's their players. They went in there and they got embarrassed. They had an argument – or they try to start an argument of, well, we should have been in the playoffs. You got beat by Texas in the bowl game. If you had beaten Texas, people might have listened. And when I got a point, but you lost to Texas. And I actually kind of like Georgia, and I was actually rooting against them just for that fact. And I don't like Texas. I hate Texas. I hate the Longhorns. Just do. There are teams in Texas I do like. They are not one or ain't none. Fucking hate both of those schools. LSU, on the other hand, underachieving last year, maybe, maybe. But they did go out and get their quarterback in. Uh, um, wait, the Joe Burrow. Who's here last year? Last year, they get Burrow. Burrow's still there. He transferred in from Ohio two years ago. So not this last off season, season four, off season before. 
He was supposed to help them get over the hump. They didn't really work out for him. But, again, he's in another year. I think they're on the same offensive coordinator. I think they went through a whole bunch of coordinators. Talking about LSU. Don't quote me on that, but I think so. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, LSU and Texas. It's number six LSU versus what is that? What the hell is it? Texas again? It's a top ten matchup. Simple enough. Just our problem is we have to wait till week two. But it's a top ten matchup. Uh, yeah, six LSU six Texas ten. So oh, let's look forward to that one. Next one. Here's another one. I think this is actually be a little trap game. Also week two. Texas A&M going into Clemson. Last year, I think it was in the monsoon in A&M. But it was a close game. Am I sold on A&M? No, I'm not. I still think they're overrated. Uh, I, I Maybe it could just be me not liking Jimbo after what he did to Florida State. And I'm not a Florida State fan. I like Florida State. I'm just not a huge Florida State fan. But I will give credit where credit is due. I just don't like the situation that went on there. Uh, and I don't like Taggart. I don't, I don't think Taggart's a good fit. He'll probably prove me wrong, and then my Florida State friend will make sure they're rubbing in my face, which is perfectly fine. I don't mind being wrong. I don't think Taggart was worth the hire. I understand the hire. I understand him going back to Florida. I just don't like what he did at Oregon. And I understand my Florida State friends, all oh, the coaches do that when they get another job or well, whatever. He's the one that got called out. You don't hear the other coaches that were recruiting players and then stop telling them, stop telling those recruits they were leaving, or not telling those recruits that they're going to leave and then leave. You don't hear stories about that. Taggart's the one you hear stories about. Taggart's the one that came to the forefront. We heard about it because he came to the forefront. Now, seeing other coaches don't do it. Taggart's the one that got caught or got called out on it. Anyways, that's probably going to happen most of this fucking podcast where's my damn button okay get on fucking tangents but number two week two Texas A&M at Clemson again last year I think Clemson went to A&M that was a really close game if I remember correctly in the monsoon and it's gonna be fun I think um I think we're gonna see what Clemson brings to the table on this one I really do what do I mean by that is you can see here and say the ACC is down, 100%. And then I can't – I'm not going to agree with you and I'm not going to disagree with you. But you can see here and say the ACC is down. But it didn't stop Clemson from blowing the fuck out of Alabama last year. It didn't stop Clemson from blowing up Notre Dame when everybody kept saying, oh, Notre Dame's not an overrated team. I believe I said they were overrated a couple times in my podcast last year. And I was correct. Thank you very much. But backing up just a little bit. I mean, you can see and say like Clemson's overrated. Feel free. The ACC conference, hopefully it's on the rise. And I think it will be. They have the new network coming out. It's going to bring a lot more money into the schools. ACC is going to be on the rise. And if you're a Pac-12 fan, you should look at the SEC, the Longhorn, the Big Ten, and the ACC networks to see how the fuck you run a TV network. That's for a different show for a different day. I don't need my blood pressure rising anymore today. I've already been pissed off a couple times this morning. 
But this will be a good test for Clemson. It is at home, which is interesting. No, it's not interesting. I did that part out. That's not interesting. That was a stupid thing to say. I was drinking for my basic bitch cold brew coffee. I needed something to say. And that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Is interesting. No, it's not. It's fucking they play, it's home and home. Last year, Clemson went to te- uh, Texas A&M, beat them 28-26. This year, A&M's coming to Clemson. Who knows what's going to fucking happen? As I said uh, last episode, if Clemson gets past A&M healthy and they get past Syracuse, there's not a team on their fucking remaining schedule that is going to beat them. So I think I said it before, I'm going to say it again. These first three weeks for Clemson, they start at home against Georgia Tech, which is going to be the first ACC network game, which is August 29th, by the way. They play at home versus A&M. Next week, they go to Syracuse. If they can get past those three games, look at their remaining schedule. Charlotte 49ers at home. North Carolina in North Carolina. A week off. Florida State at home. Louisville in Kentucky. Boston College at home. Wofford, wow, at home. North Carolina State in Raleigh. Wake Forest at home. And then South Carolina in Columbia. There really isn't a team there that's going to threaten them. You can look at Boston College because Boston College had a great year last year for Boston College standards. I think they kept, because of that great year, they were able to hold on to the coach. The coach didn't get fired. There's no one else on that list. I'm not going to sit here and say NC State. They don't. They can never get out of their own fucking way. South Carolina, this because on the SEC means jack shit. Who are they going to face in the AC? Who's Clemson going to face in the ACC championship? Who fucking knows? Because that whole side of the balls, our whole side of the conference is a different story. <clears throat> Going to AM, I mean, this is AM. I do I agree this is going to shape the college football playoffs? Yes and no. I don't think AM's good enough to get into the playoffs. I think they're good enough to ruffle some feathers in route to the playoffs being played, not by them. I don't see them winning a whole lot of games. I mean, they may, go, but they may go into that November thirtieth game against LSU in LSU, or even to the week before that Georgia game in Georgia. Wow, that was a tough stretch. For two weeks there, they may they could go into that stretch, the middle to the end of November undefeated. They could, but they had to go to Clemson and play Clemson at home. That's. I don't know if Clemson has got a huge home field advantage, but it is home. Then a and they play Alabama in College Station. And after that, there's really maybe Auburn. Maybe, but Auburn is in College Station as well at the end of September. But then they have this stretch. There's a two-game stretch, November 23rd and November 30th at Georgia at LSU. They, I can see them going into the, the that November 23rd weekend undefeated. But I, I can also see them going in there with three losses. So will it – does it have anything – will it impact the college football playoff picture? Yeah. It can because if A&M goes in there and they play very, very well and they beat Clemson, okay, Clemson's not going to be number one. They'll probably be three or four. 
Now, Clemson loses to Syracuse the next week. Okay, then this game will definitely have an impact. All right, that was week two. What is the next one? Well, this one has me a little. I read this. I can't. I forgot about this particular game. I talked about this one as well. I don't know if it. Oh yeah, I do. Anyways, week three, Stanford Cardinal go to UCF, uh, September fourteenth. We have touched on this briefly as well. And the reason why I think I, I think I touched on it is because if you look at UCF schedule, which has always been the hallmark, the trademark go to for people who don't think that they the, the non power five school schools should ever be in it. They don't play anybody but Stanford and Pitt. But also, don't think you're. I think the other. I think the people who say, "Well, look at the American Conference, look at the Mountain West Conference," they don't play anybody. Cincinnati was ranked. Cincinnati was a very good team. Made fucking pain in the ass of a lot of um, Power Five schools. No one fucking wants to play Boise State. Ask Oklahoma State that. Ask Boise State. No one wants to fucking play Boise State. I mean, granted, they did go into Stillwater last year. Got fucking smoked in Stillwater. But then they went to Troy and beat Troy, who did who has been a Power Five school once every two of the last five, three years, maybe four of the last five years, or some bullshit like that. They have beaten a Power Five school at the Power Five school home, LSU and Nebraska. I know for sure. So I think they were about to fire at Orgeron after that loss. And LSU, uh, LSU. Now you can sit here and say, well, UCF said no to Florida. <clears throat> Florida wanted, wanted two home games, one away game. I mean, granted, the fact that they agreed to do an away game was awesome, but I think UCF and a lot of the non-Power 5 schools is one to fucking be treated equal. I understand you can sit here and say, well, they're not. But if they're not, why the fuck are they in the FBS? <clears throat> no, we need to do in college football. We need to do re- uh, uh, relegation like they do in fucking uh, soccer in England or most of the world. If you finish dead last in your conference, you get delegated to FCS. If you win the national championship at the FCS level, you come up. Or... Let me see here and think about that. If you finish dead last with the worst win percentage, the worst um, point point spread, point four point against ratio, you get delegated to FCS. The national champion for championship champion for FCS comes up to FBS. The non-power five has their little championship. The power five has their little championship. And in the offseason, the very last team in the Power 5 drops down to the non-Power 5, and that Power 5 champion goes up to the Power 5 schools. You know, maybe people's heads just would blow up Think about all that. <laughs> Let's pull that out of my ass. I don't... <laughs> but anyways, uh, Stanford and UCF, I think this is going to impact the college football playoffs. The only thing it's going to do is a... Make people jump up and down, scream, shout, yell, cuss if UCF goes undefeated again and not make it in. <clears throat> or B, say we told you you guys don't belong because you lost to a, a, a 25-ranked Stanford team. At the time, 25-ranked. This game is in week three. 
and it's in fucking Florida, which is at UCF, which surprises me. I'm glad somebody has the balls to go all the way to Orlando, to Orlando in September to play a game. All right, next one. This one, okay, top 10, probably mainly because it has one team that was in the playoffs, who I always said going in last year, they shouldn't be there, but they were there anyways, and they got embarrassed. And then the other team who bitched and moaned and cried that they didn't get in, but then went ahead and lost to Texas. And that is Notre Dame going into Georgia. Week four, September 21st. Notre Dame, Georgia. Week four, September 21st. Game is in Georgia. I think it was the last year they played. No, year before. They went up to my, uh, uh, Notre Dame and had a really good game. It was a really good game that year. I gotta go back. Go back to my Rolodex. Dex. There it is. Yeah. So uh, two years ago, Georgia goes up to Notre Dame in Indiana, beat them twenty to nineteen. So Georgia Notre Dame. Does this can impact? Yeah, it could. It really could. Um, am I sold on Notre Dame? No. Do I have to be? I haven't been sold on Notre Dame since Joe Montana went there. I don't think I was even born yet. You know, we, we saw them last year beat Michigan. Cool. First game of the year, beat Michigan. Michigan went on this awesome roll after that. And then people saw what Michigan truly was, which was an overrated hype train that couldn't beat Ohio State, who was also overrated going into that game and couldn't get out of their own way. And then all of a sudden, poof found out and remembered how to play football and fucking demolished Michigan. And then Michigan could have turned around against Florida and made a huge statement, but instead they laid a fucking egg and got smashed by Florida. Yay. So Notre Dame going on in Georgia, can it be a game that impacts the playoff? Yes, A, because Georgia's three, ranked number three right now. That's one huge reason. B, Notre Dame's ranked ninth. Well, I mean, let's let's go down the schedule real quick. They do play Georgia third game of the year, the week or third game of the year form. But look look at their schedule in Louisville and Kentucky. They have New Mexico coming to Notre Dame. Who? There's that Georgia game down to Athens. They have Virginia. Don't sleep on Virginia. I will give them that. Virginia can't sleep on them. That is in uh, is in Notre Dame. Is in, in September. Weather should be fine. They have Bowling Green. They got a USC team that has been down for several years now. Um, that is going to be a job opening, probably a couple job openings in LA at the end of the year. They got a week off before they go to Michigan. Again, I'm not sold 100% on Michigan. I'm one, I, need, I actually need to see with who they play. I forget. Virginia Tech, a team that lost to Old Dominion last year. I think they finished 6-7 and seven or something like that. Um, Bud Foster is going to retire at the end of this year. Maybe they'll play inspired football. You just don't know. That game is also in Notre Dame. They got Duke in North Carolina. Uh, maybe catch Notre Dame sleeping. Maybe, but isn't like they have a big game that we got to that? They got Navy. Nothing against Navy, but it's Navy. Then Boston College, and they finish off with Stanford. <sighs> I mean, there is that Georgia game. The Virginia game, I can see being a trap game. USC, if USC becomes bowl eligible, USC will be bowl eligible. They 
will beat they should beat the teams that they're supposed to. They'll probably lose to the teams that are just better, which is duh. Which is probably going to be Washington. I don't know who they play. It should be Washington, Oregon. Probably lose Arizona State again. Probably use, lose to UCLA. Um, who else do they play? I top of my head. I don't know. You know I got to find who else they fucking play. Um, could be Utah. So do they play Utah in uh, LA? It could be BYU. Don't know. I mean, because they play. ship here going over the USC schedule. There is one, two. US, there's a huge chance that USC starts the season 0 6. Huge chance. Fresno State, Mountain West champions. Uh, I think they lost their bowl game, though. But you don't sleep on – you just don't sleep on them. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say or what you think. You, you don't sleep on most of the Mountain West teams. You just don't. We've seen Fresno State, <clears throat> even in the past, when they were down, they played USC tr- tough. I mean, shit, they, played, they beat Arizona last year by 11 points, 31-20 last year. Arizona State was pretty dang good. So going back to USC, so they play Fresno. It is at home. They play Stanford. That is also at home. They played BYU. Now, BYU had, I think last year was a tough year. I think they had a very, very down year last year. Or was it the year before? Well, last. I got, you know, they were 7 to 6 last year. So they're getting better. But you don't sleep on them either. I have a tough schedule, too. Oh, it was last year. I'm sorry. Then USC plays Utah, number 14, Utah. At home is still. They're still in L.A. And then they face Washington and Seattle. Then they have a week off and they face Notre Dame and Indiana. There's a possibility that USC can go, can start the season 0-6. There's also a possibility that they can be 2-3, 2-5. Uh, no, 1, 2, 3, 4. Oh, I was counting Notre Dame. So, 1, 2, 2 and 4. There's a huge possibility they can start the season two and four. If they start the season two and four, you can almost guarantee that you there's going to be a head coaching vacancy available. Almost. So backtracking again, I went on a bird walk. I apologize. Next one. This one I talked about last time I did an episode. No need really to go over it again. Oklahoma, Texas, Red River, Red River rivalry, October 12th, week seven. Talked about that at nausea last time. Nausea, nausea, whatever. Surprise one on the list. Oakland. Oregon versus Washington, week eight. This game, I think, is going to be the battle for the Pac-12 North. If Oregon can get by uh, Auburn or even give, um, give them a run for the money, don't see why this game, Oregon and Washington, can't be a disruptor. Because let's face it, if you're Pac-12, you have to have an undefeated team. You can't pull an SEC. You can't pull an ACC. You definitely can't pull, pull a Big, Big Ten or uh, Big 12. You have to be undefeated to get in. You're the only Power 5 conference. You need to be undefeated to get in. And you need to be ranked middle of the road going into the season to get in. If you're not ranked right now and you're a Pac-12 and you go undefeated, the likelihood of you getting in is probably something to none. In my opinion, 
just the way things have gone, just the way watching things from afar, banging my head against the wall, going, what the fuck? Why are they not? What is going on? And there's a huge deal there. <clears throat> so going back to this Oregon at, at Washington, two rivals. The only thing or go on, we're gonna play Washington State, aren't they? Fucking hell. So we're gonna they have to start off against Auburn in Dallas. Ooh, neutral site. They used to have Nevada the week after. Don't sleep on Nevada. I think Nevada is gonna be a dark horse in the Mountain West. Montana Grizzlies, who are always they know they're an FCS school, they're always dangerous, they're always vying for the top spot in the FCS. They're always making the playoffs. They do Oregon does have to play Stanford in Stanford. They get a week off. They have Cal, which you don't really know what Cal is going to be. Colorado, new coach. Don't really know what they're going to be. Dennis Washington. That's going to be a tough one. On the flip side of that coin, Washington, I mean, minus, again, BYU, I'm up in the air what they're going to be. They played Cal week two up in the air what they're going to be. They play USC. I'm not sure USC is going to be worth a damn. They play at Stanford. That could be a tough one. And then they Arizona and Oregon. And they have uh, Hawaii and Eastern Washington thrown in there. There's no reason why Washington can't be undefeated going to that game. None. Looking at the schedule. Oregon, there's no reason why Oregon can't have one loss. Now, Auburn, we don't know what's going to happen with Auburn. Are they going to play like last year? What's going to happen? I mean, we did see last year Auburn and Washington, this that front four of Auburn just demolished Washington's offense, offensive line. They're just bigger, stronger, faster. It is, it is what it is. Oregon is kind of recruiting that way, though. And you got to remember, uh, Cristobal is a Saban disciple, not not meaning he's going to do anything, not meaning he's going to be worth a damn. But you see him, he's, Oregon slowly – Building up that line, both sides of the ball. I mean, they went out and got the number one defensive end. You should have gone, and really, in everybody's mind, you should have gone to the SEC, the ACC, basically Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Clemson, Ohio State, or maybe USC. But he didn't. He goes to Oregon. This Oregon Washington game, it, it, I, I'm, my guts tell me don't sleep on fucking. Um. Don't don't sleep on Stan, on Stanford. Now you can't see here in state for Washington. Well, Jake Brandon left. He's not there anymore. Yeah, but there's a kid by the name of Jake Jacob Eason who was starting starting quarterback at Georgia before he lost his job two years ago. Then he transferred to Washington and sat behind Browning for a year. Guess who's the quarterback this year? <clears throat> Next one, we got Notre Dame and Michigan. <laughs> October 26th, week nine. I'm just going to say it again. If I haven't already said it for 13 fucking times. I think both schools are overrated. Michigan is dominated and blowing people out, and but can't beat big teams. They can't beat the SEC. They have a hard time with the Helena State. They may beat Helena State this year because Urban Meyer is no longer there, so Harbaugh doesn't have to be the ball and gag bitch. Urban Myers, Notre Dame. I think they're overrated. They do have a. I think they have a tougher schedule this year than they had last year. I, I looked at the. I remember looking at the schedule last year and just going down the teams that they're playing and that they beat. 
No, they played USC and blow out USC was so far out of their league, and they still are. The only game I gave them credit for, I think, it was Stanford. So we'll skip over that one. Georgia versus Florida. Talked about this last last episode. Florida has a great opportunity to be undefeated and maybe rock in the boat and win the SEC East. They don't really play the toughest of schedules. I think there's a huge possibility that they can show up into this game as undefeated. Huge possibility. I mean, granted, they still they have to go to LSU. They have Auburn at home. They have to go to LSU, and then they will face Georgia and Jacksonville. But there's a huge possibility that Florida can be undefeated going into this Georgia game, and that could lead to who is going to represent the SEC East in the SEC Championship. <clears throat> and we talked about Florida. Number, number two, LSU at Alabama – Week 11, November 9th. Every year, we get to this game. College game day shows up wherever the fuck is supposed to be being held at, either LSU or, or Tuscaloosa. Every year, it is either a 9-3 game or a 20-something to 0 game when LSU gets beat. Every fucking year. And that's all I got to say about that. Does it have playoff implications? It depends. How high are you on LSU? Am I high on LSU? I want to be. I really do. I actually kind of like Ed Orgeron. I think Ed should be the head coach at USC right now, but he's not. <clears throat> but every year, well, the last couple years, three, four years, it's LSU, Alabama. Alabama's going to lose LSU because it's in LSU. Uh, let's see, 29 nothing. Oh, Alabama's down this year. No, they don't have the offensive power. They're they're going to struggle against LSU. 24-10. Oh, LSU, they've got a new coach. They're going to be awesome. They're going to dominate the West. Or the e- yeah, the West. They're going to be the ones that take down Alabama because they're taking in Alabama at home. 10 nothing, And the list goes on and on and on. Oh, Les Miles is going to lose his job, so they're going to beat Alabama because he's in Tuscaloosa. They're going to upset him, thirty to sixteen. You know, it's the same thing over and over and over again. Does it have implication? Yes, it does. Of course, it does. Alabama can be undefeated at this time. So I don't think they play much of anybody. Minus not the minus Texas A and M. They don't play anybody worthwhile. Until the LSU game. They have a week off against LSU. LSU has a week off against Alabama. Does it mean anything? Fuck no. Right, we're closing out here. And the game that people think is going to have one of the biggest impacts of the college football period, which actually I don't think is ranked at all. They listed from week two to week 14. This is the last week. I kind of touched on it a couple seconds ago, a couple minutes ago. Ohio State and Michigan – Michigan has the opportunity to be undefeated if they can get past Notre Dame. And if Wisconsin doesn't play well, I think they have to play Wisconsin at Wisconsin. But like most teams that are in the top echelon, they play shit for non-conference schedules. Could they slip up against Army? That'd be so fucking funny in week two and they 
getting when they play Army. That'd be great. Army almost beat Oklahoma last year. <clears throat> but Michigan, could they go into Ohio State undefeated? It is, they do play Ohio State at home November 30th. There's a possibility. They, they still have to get past Penn State. We've already talked about Penn State. I told you how I just i am no longer in love with them. They disappoint year in, year out. They get overrated. They had one awesome year, maybe two. They've kind of been going downhill, in my opinion. Wisconsin had a, not a good year last year. They have a quarterback, maybe, who doesn't like throwing to the other team. He likes to keep the ball to his team. We'll see how that goes. Unfortunately, that game's not in the wintertime. It's September 21st when Wisconsin hosts Michigan. I think it was an October-November game. It'll make it even more fun. They're playing Iowa, but it's at home. They're playing in Iowa. I would say maybe. I'm not sold on Michigan State. Their offense was one of the worst offensive outputs ever last year. There's rumors that D'Antonio may retire, maybe. There's just rumors. Uh, I just tell you what I hear and what I read. It means nothing. So, but, I mean, why, I mean there's, there's no way, looking at the schedule, if Michigan is as good as they say they are, or as they believe they are, they can't go into the Ohio State game undefeated. Ohio State, on the other hand, Minus that Nebraska game, which I'm hoping Nebraska beats them because it is in Lincoln. Maybe that Northwestern game, which we saw last year in the Big Ten Championship, that Northwestern just wasn't fast enough. Or the Wisconsin game, which Wisconsin likes to control the ball and run at you. Can Or the Maryland. Can Maryland do what they tried to do almost to last year and upset them, even though it is in Ohio? Ohio State's probably going to be undefeated going to that game as well. And we're going to find out, really, is it – is Urban Myers not Myers? Is Jim Harbaugh is he Urban Myers bitch or is he Ohio State's bitch? Is he gonna wear the ball gag with the sweater vest? Or he wore tracksuit, didn't he? Whatever. Is he gonna wear the ball gag with the migraines? Or is he gonna wear the ball? Was he gonna have the ball gag with the pot sticker on it? which was kind of like what the Buckeyes look like. Or is he just going to show up as a gimp when Ohio State make, makes him their bitch again? And I hate Ohio State. I hate Michigan. I like Michigan State. <clears throat> all of those questions will be answered and more between August 24th and where the hell the National Championship game is this year. What has he got in fucking National Championship game? Bull games. We have like 40 bowl games this year. What the fuck? Can't wait for those podcasts. So all of your questions, all my questions, everybody's questions will be answered between August 24th and January 13th. When the national championship game is held in the Superdome in New Orleans. Where is the where are the other two uh, playoff games held at? That is my question. When are the other two playoff games held? Yeah, damn it, now I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to find out here in a second. Arizona and Mercedes Benz gets two games? Oh, really, okay, so Arizona and uh, Atlanta. Okay, I did not know. 
<clears throat> Glendale, Arizona. Huh, and the Fiesta Bowl. God, those tickets are probably fucking through the roof. Ah, it's two days of Christmas. <sighs> so if you're a college football fan, get excited. It's getting that time. We're so fucking close. So close. I'm beyond excited. I, I can't take it. I just can't take it. Can't last till the 24th, which by the time this comes out, it might be the 24th for all I know. But fucking hell. So close. So fucking close. So that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for listening. All that good jazz, blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, next week. Uh, next episode, I'll have some games to talk about. Thank God. Fucking 9 o'clock. Do you want to wake up really on a Saturday? I mean, granted, I'm already up anyways, but I don't really roll out of bed like 9 because I don't have to be into my office at 10.30. But fuck. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, follow us someplace. I don't know what my fucking social media is. I don't know the foggiest of ideas. I know there's not Facebook, Twitter. I don't know my fucking password, so go follow us on Twitter. Don't send me anything because I won't fucking get it. Um, Instagram, I think it's Cathartic Podcast on Instagram. I haven't posted much of anything on there. Or just fucking subscribe to this, and when it comes out, it'll share, it'll get downloaded onto your phone, onto your computer, wherever your fucking little thingamajig is, wherever your podcast thingy is. Um, and I'll catch you guys some other time, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. Yep, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. So you guys, y'all can fuck off. Talk to you guys later. Oh, here's shout out to Ben Sound for this intro and outro. And I don't remember who made these little buttons for me. Can't hear that one. About this one. There we go. Shout out to them. I'll to give them credit for me stealing the song from them. Thank you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day, rest of your drive, or rest of whatever the fuck you're doing. Bye.